Okay. <laughs> Let's just go. Let's just see where we go with cool. it. Cool. Are we rolling now? Yeah, we're rolling. We're going to jump straight in. Welcome back to episode 34 of the Living Room Chat podcast. Hosts today, as they have been for the last 33 episodes, myself, Ryan, this guy, Matt. Nicely done. That's Getting the hang of these intros. Yeah. yeah love it. Um, Although we've just, we've just been talking off camera. This is the least prepared we've probably been. We've yeah. Just, we've just literally said, let's whack record and see what happens. About 30 seconds ago, what should we talk about? Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot going on in life right now. There so is. maybe this can just be some free therapy. Yeah. Um, filler episode. Well, we don't want filler episodes, we're not, do we? Not filler. But, but we have got to pick up the pace because we've obviously got the target at 40 by the end of the year. We're still going to do it. It's, well, it's the last week of November. Yeah. And I'm away the week before Christmas. Oh, you are? Yeah. What, what day do you go away? 16th. Okay. Yeah, well, I, my plan, I want to shut off for Christmas on the 18th. When I say shut off, I'll still be doing stuff, but I want to have everything exchanged and done. Yeah. My sisters aren't going to be working after that, are they? People yeah, like, do you reckon, someone asked me, do you reckon we can complete like sort of 22nd of December? I was like, no. <laughs> They're like, why? I was like, because so this is will be shut by then. Yeah. Yeah, but what if you know, no? I'm telling what? you, you will not be able to complete the Friday before Christmas. You won't do it. No. And they're like, well, I don't. I was like, stop asking. It's not going to happen. It's the like, latest really is the fifteenth, the Friday. Maybe a push. I reckon some solicitors might do the Monday or the Tuesday. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But it's always such a rush. I remember last year thinking I want to slow down at December. Yeah. But nothing exchanged in November, so everything went into December, and it was like up to the 21st or something, I was running around with keys. You know, funny, um, funny statistic, so, well funny stat, so obviously a business, we both started pretty much the same month, didn't we? Mm. So our businesses are now like, what, month 19, month 20 now I'd say, mm. something like that. The highest listing month, so the, the, amount, the month I've had the highest amount of listings in since I started my own business is which month? Have a guess. December 22? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> guess the month of my highest exchanges. Fe- February? No, December 22. December 22. Wow, okay. 22 was the month. It was the month that really kicked it off because obviously we had that really tough, I mean, you obviously, we both had it tough to start with. I felt yeah. like, and I'm not trying to take overshadow your stresses and strange, but I felt like mine was a lot more challenging. Yeah, I think... Only because I had more... I had to deal with in terms yeah. of outgoings. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean that in a That's nice fair. way. Yeah, yeah. But December, really, for me, I look back at the. I was look, we obviously planning for next year's figures, and not that we do business plans because we're not corporate dicks, but we it, it's obviously good as a business owner to look at what you're going to achieve yeah. next no, year, what numbers. you want to achieve. Yeah, yeah. And looking back, it was interesting. So, oh, yeah, shit. December was actually really, really good for us. Highest number of listings, highest number of exchanges. Mm. Sales were okay. So. I don't know when mine would have been. I remember my first money banked was in August. Yeah. And I remember October was good and December was good. So I I don't think anything happened in November. So I had October and December. So by the end of last year, I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I think January and February were really quiet. So it was really, if I look at my QuickBooks and yeah. my money in, it's like, <laughs> it's really up and down. Mine was, so I had, a, I remember I had my first, I had two, com- I had two completions on the same day. My first two completions were September the mid-September, and then had nothing October, nothing nothing November. Yeah. So I was like living off eight grand again, because obviously by that time all my money had gone, and then we had a big exchange in December, but nothing completed until January. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. but since then, it's just been consistent, like between seven and 10 grand a month, every month this year, <laughs> which is 
kind of where I wanted it to be. To be yeah, honest that's, with you. that's good. That's good. I know we talked a lot about like having like a a lifestyle business. I don't yeah. really like that phrase, but having you know you're comfortable. And I think it's just. Balanced. I think you just feel more relaxed as a person. Like once you get yeah. over that initial, like don't get me wrong, it never stops. You never stop worrying. Mm. And even now, I wake up thinking, shit, we've only got this amount of properties in our pipeline. They're all going to go through. I need to sell some more houses. Mm. But then you just get one. The thing is, you get one house sold in a month. You're like, oh, great, bills paid for like three months' time. Two yeah. houses sold. Cool, we're actually laughing now. Three, four, five. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> yeah, it, it literally happens so quickly. You can go. You can be week three of like this has happened for me this week. Week three of this month, nothing. Bang, two sales. Job done. February, March, sorted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just I think it's lot to be said for momentum as well which are on a bit of a roll and i'm still figuring out what i can what's what's too little or i'm not busy enough and what's too much or i'm too busy and where's that sweet spot in between and just trying to stick to that yeah um, how are you finding the market at the moment uh, it's, t- it's definitely tougher um but i always say to a lot of people i don't think i don't think we see the full effects of it because we're very mm. selective in terms of who we work with and how many properties we actually have on the market mm. like I've got eight properties on the market at the moment that I'm managing, four are retirement flats, which I don't have to manage them. I just call the sellers and say, sorry, we've still got no interest. Yeah, and that will happen when it happens. And it happens when it happens. That happen- That's the call every month. It doesn't take anything. Mm-hmm. So I've got four like motivated sellers that are on the market moving mm-hmm. forward. It, you know, some sell in the first weekend, some take, I've just sold a house that's been on the market for nine months this week. Yeah. So some take a little bit longer. Yeah. But I don't feel like we do... Personally, I don't think we deal with enough of the market to have a, we have a view on it, but actually to say exactly what's happening. That's an interesting perspective and also probably true. Oh, excuse the interruption here. Matthew's Hi. telephone's ringing and uh, he's now going to ignore the call. It's Matthew Pulford. Are we... Answer it. Shall I answer it? Live on the pod, on speaker. Hi, mate. Hi, right. Did okay. you hear anything back from um, Bars and... No. I'm doing a podcast with Ryan, but I'm due to call them. I've sent them. Oh, okay, so I'll leave you to it. Um, it's just a message. I think, like you said yesterday, you're getting fidgety about this, and um, we need to see some commitment from them, really, don't we? But all right, have it, have, do you do your bit with Ryan, and then um, let me know what you've spoken to after. Yeah, I'll try to give him a buzz. I'm not sure if they've read my messages. I'm just trying to see. Um, yeah, has fuck's sake. Um, yeah, all right, I'll, um, I'll give you a buzz once I'm done. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, yeah, see you in a bit, wait. Right, for the listeners and video watchers, we've cut that call out because there was some sensitive information in that bit of the call, but um, that's being a business owner. Can't do a pod and piece these days, can you, Matt? I'm afraid you can't, and I'm just looking at a message from a, from a seller saying... And, do, you want to, um, do you want to take a little pause and, and make the call? Just um, so this is maybe a good topic for the pod, actually. So a vendor differing about whether or not to work with us. He's working to four agents mm-hmm. and really, really lovely couple. We got on really well. Yeah. Me and Matt both go on vouchers together now, which is quite good fun. Yeah. And, and their decision is uh, they're differing based upon 0.1 of a percent. Oh, my God, really? What's the house value? They want to, they've heard up to 600. Okay. It's a 550 house. Okay, so, so we're talking like five, 600 quid. Yeah. In terms of fee. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, really? Yeah, and it's 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 really difficult when someone's heard that high value from someone else. Yeah. To then like show them just logical data why it's not that yeah. they want to work with us, but then there's a the fee and then blah blah blah. It's just, and I, I'm finding that a lot at the moment in the market. Yeah. Is that there's a the seller's expectations are here, mm-hmm. the market is here, and the buyers are here. Mm. So I think you're right with what you said, and that we probably our sample size is too small to have a idea of and, and i and i kind of say this to because it's obviously the most common question like you get asked yeah what can what can i do to improve the value of my house and how's the market they are the two most common questions you get asked on evaluation yeah the mar- answer to the market question is and i say this to everyone i said look we can look at all the data in the world look at all the information it's ultimately irrelevant to your situation because you can create your own market and we've talked about this before if you price too high it's not a very good market. Yeah. If you price at market value, yeah. it's an okay market. If you price below market value, it's a very, very good market to sell in. It's yeah. simple. There's so always... it's, it doesn't matter what Tom, Dick or Harry down the road are doing or what your mate over the road sold for yeah. or that one down you know, in the other close that sold last year. doesn't matter. It does not affect your value in the slightest. What's your house worth? What can we sell it for? That's what you need to be focused on. A hundred percent. And me buying this house is a perfect example. So we bought this in March 2020, mm-hmm. where most people would have said, not a good time to buy. COVID's coming along, uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen. And then we sold this a few months ago mm-hmm. when interest rates were at 6%. Sold or under offer? Under offer. <laughs> yeah, under offer. Same, I watched that reel recently. Agreed. I watched, that was one of our big reels that he's like, sale agreed. No, no, it's... Sold subject yeah. contract. Yeah. Subject to contract. I've been sucked into the bad link. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so perfect example. It's not about the market timing. Me and Soph actually offered on a house uh, two days ago. Yes. Which is... Uh, how was the story. process? Talk me through it. How was, the, how was the book and the viewing go? Well, it was with Neil, so it was fine. Oh, fine. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not the one up the front, is it? No. No, I was uh, going to yeah. say, that would be a nice, easy move. But to your point about uh, you make your own market with the price you choose to list at. Yeah. We put in an offer at full asking price. The yeah. house looked great value, so we were like, let's go and see it off the asking price. Uh, it went way over. Really? And, uh, to a point where we were like, it's no longer a good deal, and, and we backed out. So, I mean, it's that's proof that if you price it right, you're going to get the interest. You're going to get people. Yeah. And it's people's keenness to buy it as well. If you're buying a house which has been on the market for three months... It kind opened of the door no, for negotiations for them. You know that no one else wants that. How many times have you heard this conversation? Oh, I see it's been on the market for a couple of months. Will they take an offer? Well, no. The, you know, their motivation hasn't changed. They still want a certain price. Great. And then they come in 20 grand less anyway. Because why wouldn't you? If it hasn't sold in three months, that probably leads you to the assumption it's too much money. Yeah. No one's interested. Why would you go and pay the price for it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Versus versus something looking really, really good value. Yeah. You're itching to go and see it. You know everyone else is going to see it. Yeah. And you don't mind paying what you think it's worth yeah. over the asking price. So the seller said to me the other day, oh, we'd rather, we'd rather list it here and take less so the buyer feels like they're getting more of a deal. And which is the wrong thing to do. Which is quite it? understandable, that psychology. But then I think every deal I've done... Whenever, whenever a family member has trusted me to sell their property, when I've sold this, it's always had, it's always had to go on the market slightly below where 
the seller's comfortable with mm. and it's always gone over always mm. and when i think of those deals the buyers on the other end are not thinking oh they've stiffed me for more money they're thinking i'm glad i got this property yeah at a price i was happy and it, to pay. And it paves the way for a for a straightforward transaction yeah. ultimately but it is interesting it is interesting and it is it goes to so we just there's a house just sold you obviously know my house my design yeah. there's a house just just sold on my road off an asking price of 425 now i paid 330 for mine uh two years ago give it to me two and a half years ago yeah lauren was like oh that's great news so ours is worth like 425 i was like yeah we won't put it on for that we put it on at 400 said, yeah. why <laughs> yeah. because because if it goes on the market i want to sell within two weeks and then we'll move on to find somewhere else yeah not that we're selling anyway she said, that doesn't make sense i was like but that that house took like eight weeks to sell they probably got around 400 for it. Yeah. So why would you go on at 45, waste eight weeks, just go on at 400 at the start? And it's it's two ways to get the same results. So this house, Soph and I offered on, we offered the asking price of 375. And most people would have put that on for 400 or yeah. even 425. Yeah. And they it would have taken them three months to get down to where it sold for. Yeah. But rather than that, it goes straight on the market, sells over within a week, yeah. and it is it is a super difficult one because you almost you know, and this is this has been the same for day from day dot of estate agent. So you want to be honest with people from the start, and you want to mm. give them the right advice to get them sold. Yeah. But you know, oh, agent X Y or Z has said it's worth this much. Cool, they're fucking lying to you. Yeah. But. If you want to, if you want to listen to them and go with that, that like we can't. You've got to be a top salesman to try and convince someone that the house isn't worth fifty grand more than it's worth because they want to believe it. Yeah, exactly. It's the wrong advice. And and why I totally understand why people want. Uh, absolutely. Everyone wants more money. I lost a um, lost a valuation I went out to last uh, two weeks ago, little two bed terrace in uh, not near to where I am and. Got on really well with her. Like she, everything she said, everything I said, she loved. The fact that we deal with her exclusively from start to finish. No other sort of, you know, we're there weekends, always available. WhatsApp messages, everything. She goes, I absolutely love what you're doing. Got to fee, and I wasn't even like high. Like it's a three hundred and twenty-five grand house. Mm. Said so the fee's going to be about four and a half, five grand, give mm -hmm. or take. I said once you're ready, we'll, we'll firm up exact numbers. And uh, Trace dropped the next day. Uh, she says you make a decision over the weekend. Follow her up on the Monday. Just sent her a little WhatsApp, any thoughts, any questions, that sort of thing. She sent me a long ass email back or message back saying, literally love what you do, believe in everything you're doing, your marketing's the best, blah, 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 blah. But, but, um, can't see the value in you charging double what another agent's charging because they've been offered two grand flat fee. And I was kind of like, everything they've said there just, just shouts, we want to use you. But her, the point she made is, it's a two-bed terrace. The value is what is the value. The value is worth what is what is worth. Mm. So whether I pay you four grand or the other agent two grand, it's going to sell for the same price. And I wanted to go back and say you. I went just. I didn't want to say what I thought. I wanted to say, look, that is the most stupid look way of looking at things because mm. it's not about the price you achieve. Yes, that's one thing, but it's everything else. Actually, the process, the service, getting through to completion enjoying the process even getting through the process mm. people mm. don't see the value in that no it is and, and also you're not paying a penny until you actually move exactly. so everything's yeah. done up front with with no we talked uh, we talked about it in um in the one when we went through your uh, thread that you did about a state agency uh, yeah, yeah. about if we could just show someone 
how much stress and problems they'll be having in four months' time versus if they went with us. And we're not the messiahs. No. We're just a lot fucking better than everyone else. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the process and how we are. Uh, yeah, and I, if I counted up the number of WhatsApp messages, on, like I said today, the... And WhatsApp messages aren't revolutionary either. No. It's just like being available. Yeah. Like this deal I'm closing on today, it's been going on for 18 months. Yeah, that's a long time. I was, I was at the flat last night bringing furniture down from a third story apartment with no lift. <laughs> you know, and, and Paulford said to me like, what are you doing? It's not your responsibility. But it is. It like, is, because I want to get the deal done. It's me, it's my, it's, it's how the buyer and the seller are going to remember me. Then. Yeah. Uh, so it matters. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Another thing I've uh, heard a few times recently from sellers, we've been talking about price and what price to list it at, and they've said, oh, well, we're not in a rush. Yeah. Classic one. Classic, We're not in a rush. Well, if you're not in a rush, why don't you just save the marketing, don't put it on the market for too much money and wait three months and then put it on the right price. Save yourself the hassle. And and the, the kind of argument from them being, well, let's, let's put it up and let it sit there. Right. Okay. So maybe we maybe we put it up, and there's a sucker out there who's going to pay the price. We we all know that that buyer. That will be out there somewhere. Doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. Well, it might just, be. We just need that one person. But but no, you, you're not in a hurry. So you're happy to sit on the market for three or four months. Yeah. What does that do for the reputation of the house and your leverage when a buyer wants to come and make an offer? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. It so, doesn't. But as you said, it's it's easy for us to talk about it because we deal with it day in, day out and have done for years and years and will continue to do for years and years. But when you sell your house every five to seven years, yeah. it is yeah. very, I, I do understand, it's very difficult for people to make decisions. Yeah, which is um, why we need to make and I think, lots of videos. Yeah, but exactly, and just offer us the best value we can. And I, don't, I don't begrudge people. I used to get very upset, very angry, and people didn't use me. They went on with yeah, another agent. It I used to, act, I take it personally. Now, I don't. I just, like, that's fine. If that's, if that's what you firmly believe is right for you in this instance, then who, who the fuck am I to say otherwise? I just wish you the best of luck. And come back that's to me when it does very, That's very great. No, but it's true. I still get very upset. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I couldn't not read that message just then. Yeah. And I lost a little bit of sleep. Over no, I, I don't get annoyed anymore. I get more annoyed at buyers fucking around. Let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah, okay. Right. Let's talk about that. House on the market, mm-hmm. central reading, it's a probate sale. It's been, we've, I've had a couple of bites at it, a couple of people that we've got offers sort of verbally accepted, haven't come through. Showed a lovely guy around. Hold that thought. Sorry, this is a doctor. Go, okay. go for it. And we're back in the room. God, interruptions here. Sorry. It's, no, no, it's cool. It's fine. It's fine. Um, do not disturb. No, don't, don't do that. Because what people want to get hold of you. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, where was I? Yeah, so show this. We'll cut back to that. We'll cut this back in nicely. Um, so show this really nice guy around, investor. He's like, I really, really like the house. Brought his parents around. Just a lovely guy. Offered two hours after viewing the property. Fantastic. Went back to him, got his agreement of principal. He's like, yep, yeah, good to go. It's my deposit, it's my lender, blah, blah, blah. Excellent. Um, went to the sellers. I always ask the question, is there anything else you're interested in at the moment? No, this is the one I'm interested in. Oh, Great. I miss the days where buyers would offer two hours after the viewing as well. I know. Brilliant. Or on the viewing. And then you ask them, and they're, yeah, they're only interested in one house. Amazing. I was like, 
cool, great stuff, let me deal with it. Went back to sales and they want five grand more. I knew that anyway. Went back to him, they want five grand more. Um, offer five grand more, we'll get it wrapped up. Happy days, cancel the viewings. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, well, I'm just waiting to hear back on my other offer. <laughs> you are. Oh, like, mate. Oh. What other offer, sir? Oh, offered another property. I said, like, cool. So when I asked you, is this the only one of interest to you? And you replied, yes. Was that a lie or was it just, well, no, no, I am interested in this one, but there is also another one. Right, okay. What do you want to do then? He said, well, I'm going to hear back on that one first and then if they both get rejected, I'll see which one I want to increase to. Great. It just annoys me. I don't, look, okay, I get they've got to look out for number one and you've got to make offers on various properties, but either don't fucking tell me yeah, <laughs> would make my life easier because now it's just pissing my sellers off, and it's a very emotive situation. Yeah, and I've gone back to him and say, Look, he's not going to increase, he's, in, he's offered another house as well. We've got to wait back. And now they're already thinking, Well, is he going to mess us around then if he's just yeah, offering yeah. two houses? Well, he, yeah, I can see yeah. why you think that. It's, it's a bad tone to set, isn't it? At the start, yeah, again, why if we had a mechanism for paying and reserving a house. Well, we do once the offer's accepted, but if they multiply, if yeah. they're offering on multiple houses, you never know, do you? Yeah. One of the best calls, one of the best calls in an estate agency. There's a couple. One is when someone's emailed you, say, "I want to go ahead, give me a call to book in the appointment," and you call them up and say, "Great, thanks so much for putting your faith in us. When can we come out and do photos?" Great call. Second best call. Someone leaves you a message who's previously offered on a house, and you've yeah. just sold it to someone else. You call them back. Oh, hi, sir. Yeah, thanks. So I'll just call you back my offer. Okay, yeah. And let him talk for a little bit. Um, yeah, so what's the, what's the situation then? Can we still increase? I was like, no, I've sold it to someone else. Uh, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, someone else has offered. They paid the price. It's all agreed. Off market. I'll let you know if anything else comes up similar. Um, uh, okay. And they'll always say, why, why didn't you let me know? I was like, well, it doesn't really work like that, does it? Like you said, you've offered a multiple houses. You'll come back to me. Not can you come back, I'll come back to you. Yeah. You'll come back to me. It's now been a week. I've sold it to someone else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the best calls. The best had, calls. Um, you had a buyer the other day who was just being really flaky. They made an offer, then they decreased their offer after a second oh. viewing. And um, we sent them a long email about like the comps and this and that. And we didn't hear from them the next day. So followed up at the end of the day, saying, oh, hi, I haven't heard from you. Like, when's good to catch up? And I, Oh, I I assumed you'd call me in the day, you know, like when we're we're so contactable, we kind of sent email yeah. correspondence. Yeah, um, I, I'm finding at the moment the market, I find it really hard to get excitement out of people. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm I'm doing quite a lot of viewings at the moment. Yeah, and and lots of people I speak to are like, kind of looking. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, seeing what happens, seeing what's out there. Do you think it's gone back to a kind of a catch-22 and you've got, you got clients on the market where you, you need viewings to kind of appease them, mm. to show that you're working, but really deep down you don't want to be showing certain people that you just know aren't going to buy it, either tyre kickers, time wasters, whatever you want to call them. But yeah, you but- can tell that from when you speak to people and you're kind of like, sometimes I'm like, if it's vacant and I'm there already, fine, I'll just book them in. Yeah, but if a seller's got to go out and deal with stuff, I'm kind of like, yeah, are you serious about buying? Yeah, but you almost can't be too critical because 
we need to agree sales in the market. You're not going to have yeah. 10 other people inquiring. You've got to, uh, you've got to explore every opportunity yeah. and can't leave any stone unturned. Oh, just throw another cliche in, why don't you? I'm having, like, <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm, I'm speaking to people on the phone and they're like, the mortgage checks out, the situation checks out, but I can just tell they're not engaged with it. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I'm looking in Going Wokenham. through the motions. Yeah, I'm looking in Wokenham and in Windsor and in Slough and in Reading. Oh, what appealed to you about this house then? I just, just look like one yeah. we might want to see. You know, it's like, and I'm like, if it were my house, I'd tell you to bugger off, but it's yeah. my client's house, so I can't You need do to that. explore every opportunity. Leave no stone yeah. unturned. Yes, that's what you like that I do, no, I've always, yeah, <laughs> like, like, always like little analogies and you know, quibs and stuff anyway. So, But there we go. Well, um, yeah, we kind of just muddled through that. Whatever, I, I, that's probably about 15, 20 minutes. I think that's My, a good length. A couple of interruptions. I think we should call it on 34 there. Yeah. Let's quickly prepare for 35 because we're going to do that now. Shall we switch sides again? Yeah, I think we should. Interesting. Yeah, I think we should. Interesting cool. vibes. So we'll see you in a moment or whenever you happen well, to no, watch the week because the it'll be a week between yeah so we'll see you next week which for us will be a couple of minutes but yeah because we've tricked you all into thinking we're more productive than we are by filming them one after another so anyway as always find us on socials cheers cheers guys <laughs>